Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. With me is Pete Lineweber, Jensen Mizrak. Guys, it's been a while since we've all been together. Yeah. Good morning, Andy. How's everyone doing? It's good to be back. We're, I'm doing well. Pete, you survived uh, your, your leave of absence. Yeah, I was a little bummed to be uh, off the last couple episodes, but here I am. I'm back. What would I mean? Would you, would you say like? Would you admit that you had COVID, or would you be like, "I'm out for personal reasons"? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't COVID fall under personal reasons? Well, I don't. I suppose I gave it away. I was, I was trying to be intentionally vague about yeah. why you were gone. Like maybe you're suspended or. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm back. I mm-hmm. uh, t- took a leave of absence for a little bit. Okay. Get my mind right for this specific episode. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this episode specifically, I. We've been talking a lot lately amongst ourselves about, like, reasons we play golf. Mm. I don't think many people have a good answer as to why they play golf. Um, most people just say to be outside, <laughs> which... That's, like, your biggest pet peeve. Yeah, you I don't answer, like that answer it? at all. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I, I agree with you. I think it's a terrible answer. Well, I see what they're saying. Because they're thinking of something about golf, and they're right. saying it. But... But I, I, I will play devil's advocate here for a second. Um, I've played a lot of golf in bad weather, especially, yeah. especially around here in the winter. I've tried to sneak out and get some rounds in in November, December, even February sometimes. And that's a good excuse to be outside, to play golf. I don't think I'd be outside otherwise. I see. You know, because I think your response to those people is like, well, you can go outside anyway. Yeah, I guess it's people who that's their, if that's their, their only, only answer. Okay. It's like, I like to be outside. Yeah. Because it's like, well... That's it. There's, you know, you could just go outside. Right, you wouldn't have right. to play golf. It'd be cheaper. Maybe it wouldn't take as long. Right. No, I get it. I agree with you. I don't like those answers either, unless you have a. Well, I, I'm not even. I don't, even I don't even. Don't even want to call it my pet peeve. I'm just pushing people to think sure. further. You mm-hmm. know, I think most people haven't put enough thought into it. At one point, I probably would have said, "I like to be outside. Yeah, I like to be with other people. Uh, I like to play. You know." be challenged by something but i don't think it's a question people get asked ever i mean i don't think i'd ever until we had that you know that class a few weeks ago in m360 i don't think i'd ever really thought about my own reasons for playing i mean maybe i did but i'd never been asked that question specifically also i sent you guys a quote that i heard on a a podcast pete holmes's podcast he always often shares quotes from richard Rohr who's like a spiritual type teacher, he says, quote, like, we all lose in the end, so we should practice losing, end quote. Um, Basically what he means is that literally every single human on earth is going to die at some point, (laughs) if you think about it, which is like a fact. And so, but, but if you think about it, so many things that, we do with 
our lives and our time are to kind of like avoid any sort of I don't know inconvenience or any sort of death or any sort of facing any hard thing that Mm -hmm. might have to happen and so he's kind of like well that's not like the best way to go about it because well like what happens in the Mm -hmm. end like you're gonna it's all gonna be gone anyway Mm -hmm. you guys have any thoughts (laughs) about that (laughs) or should be me talking to myself yeah i mean i i think uh it's an interesting way to look at life for sure i mean we like you said we all are gonna pass on at some point um i think kind of like you were just saying it seems like we take every step or every measure to avoid losing on a day-to-day basis whether it's losing in your career losing in like pickup game of basketball losing in golf whatever it is i think a lot of us are either uncomfortable or just do everything we can to avoid quote-unquote losing i take that as uh it's good to experience more, regardless of what the outcome is. But you know, hey, we're going. You should, you should practice being uncomfortable or doing things yeah. that that challenge you. Yeah, I regardless think of what it is, I think, uh, which I think is a good. Uh, I mean, he puts it pretty bluntly, mm-hmm. but I yeah. think it's it's a pretty all encompassing quote that he says there. Yeah, um, and. Cause I think there's lots of pe- people who maybe you don't don't where like everything again is designed to make you more comfortable to make things easier for you and like that's kind of like a goal in life but kind of like that's not like the best goal to have because I don't know like it's all going to be gone eventually mm-hmm. and so then what do you how how will you face that I guess if you have a choice um, I. Have you? Do you guys have any memories of like times you've lost in golf? For oh, sure. Yeah. And oh, show. Is there like a story there? Uh, hmm. Sure, there is. Off the top of my head, I, I kind of drawn a blank, but losing in like a a match or a tournament, or like losing in like hitting a bad shot, or both. Well, it could be anything. I you know I think there's like. <laughs> different ways there's like different ways that we lose like yeah. while playing golf. so first i want to say like what if we see golf like a reason to play golf is that you're going to lose when you play golf and so rather than um pretending that that's not a part of it or being like so upset when that happens like can you like face those circumstances in like a different way think that's what, what like yeah. he'd be getting yeah, yeah, yeah. at you know what i mean it's not like uh, but also he's not saying like try to lose on purpose that's not it either i think it's like the parallel there between like life and golf is that like golf like exists and it's something that we can do and it's like for whatever reason you know like where we were born what you know if we were born in the 1400s none of us would play golf we would have you know done mm-hmm. something else with our time but um if for whatever reason like we're all here and that's something that we can dedicate our time and energy towards and so it's like we got, might as well do that like to the best of our ability just mm-hmm. because it's here right because it's worth something worth doing in the same way that like well you're alive and so you might as well you know whatever take every moment yeah enjoy your life you know and you know and enjoy it and make it meaningful but that um but you can do so you can do that but then also when 
whenever the losing or the loss or the bad shot or the bad hole comes, then that doesn't necessarily have to throw you into such a spiral, I think. Mm -hmm. I have an example. Yeah. Or probably the biggest, maybe the most emotional loss that that I've ever experienced was in college my senior year. And we had uh, uh, every semester we had um, match play brackets that would be a a semester-long match play. Uh, And so I... I'm not sure. The spring and the fall were different, and so one of the seasons was an individual match play bracket, and we would have a tournament to to get the qualified into the seeding, and then based on your finish in that, then the the matches would go out, and then the other season would be a would be a team best ball match play. So mm. uh, and that was really fun. So I never did particularly well in the um, the individual, but I, I partnered up with with a friend, of, a really good friend of mine. Uh, we used to caddy together. Um, and uh, and so we partnered up, and we did we did really well. We won it my junior year, and then uh, our senior year, we had another really good run, and we made it to the championship match, and uh, and we got absolutely dusted. <laughs> we we lost on we lost on thirteen green. Oh wow! Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and so uh, up until then, I, even in the in the semifinal match, we we obliterated that team and i think the the second to last match was it was kind of close but like we were playing really really well but and then for for things to turn that quickly on us was alarming Mm -hmm. and upsetting and and it was our final pretty much our final tournament of of being in the pgm um, as seniors and so you just didn't want to go out that way you know and uh and so that was like really a, a tough pill to swallow and then you're the way that course laid out was like 13 to 14 were like the furthest away from the clubhouse. So it was just the longest walk it's a tough of walk. shame. <laughs> it was oh. terrible. And it's like, well, I'm in such a bad mood. I'm not playing well. I don't want to play the last six holes, mm-hmm. yeah. but then I also don't want to just hoof it back in right. either. So, uh, yeah, that was just a tough, tough oh. little time there. But Wait, you, you said you described it as a walk of shame. Were you like embarrassed? Oh yeah, yeah. That and that's why yeah, I else? say walk of shame was I was just like so embarrassed of how poorly, poorly I played. I felt like I put a ton of pressure on my partner, um, and obviously he was a great sport. I, I think the only place I was useful that day was on the putting green, uh, and I really didn't even make make much. But uh, so yeah, it wasn't it was embarrassing to just get to get beat that that bad, considering how well we had played previous weeks. Uh, I think also. Um, I think that's probably about it from an embarrassment standpoint. But did it make you feel like you weren't a good golfer? Yes. Yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to think. Did you feel like you needed ago. a break from golf after that for a little bit? Mm, that's a good question. No. No, I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed a golf. Or a break from golf, but I did feel like I needed a break from competition mm-hmm. uh, and the pressure that those the, that that environment can put on you. Yeah, and I felt like it was definitely a learning experience as to how you could handle situations like that moving forward. It took me a while to like think through that and be okay with the result that that happened. Um, I think. Uh, what made that day better and, and made the pill easier to swallow from losing uh, so embarrassing in such an embarrassing fashion was that I probably walked one hole 
like by myself afterwards because my partner had gone in because his girlfriend was out there and my partner actually drove back out after he dropped his girlfriend off and we played like the last five holes together just us Mm. two like pretty much in silence and just like that that was a nice way to end it because there wasn't the pressure on us anymore we were together we and uh and we were able to enjoy each other's company and just like the game Mm -hmm. and um and it felt like it put a nice bookmark to the end of kind of a a chapter or an era i guess you Mm. could say yeah so that was that was nice if i had just stayed out there and played either played by myself or just walked in i feel like i would probably have like a lot of regret Mm -hmm. of of how i handled that situation because i wouldn't want to if i ever let's say you know get into some match play tournament or something or or i just like get my butt beat in on the golf course like i would never want to handle a situation like that again by just kind of like giving up and walking in and being like Mm. throwing myself a pity party yeah you know that was a cool move of your your buddy to come back out and play oh for sure that was yeah that was pretty cool yeah pretty special shout out my partner we called each other partners (laughs) (laughs) i like it i'm just like like why do you think people go to like such a dark place yeah i don't know man i think because you're just so invested in Mm -hmm. well at least for us in that moment we were so invested of trying to retain the championship or retain retain the title right yeah and so that it it means something is it because you're like like your ego the year you won is like i'm i'm the champion i'm the best Mm -hmm. like you have you like have that yeah it's really at like any time you know what i mean for like a year but then it like and really like the whole year even leading up to it i mean you got your name on a plaque in the the office and so like anytime somebody talks some smack you're like yeah is your is your name on the plaque in the office Um, i didn't think so yeah (laughs) yeah and uh but then then you start playing well again and you're like oh yeah see that's why i'm the champ boy But then it go away, and then it goes away. So it can go away so fast. Yeah. Blink of an eye, yeah. one swing. So I, yeah, I think um, from a from a competitive standpoint, I think when you just get so invested in what you're doing, that's when you can get to a pretty dark place pretty quick because you mm-hmm. you almost you can't comprehend how quickly it can go away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think like your like has your relationship to both winning and losing like changed since then yes yeah i think the illinois open had another big uh another very humbling experience of competition and personal maybe like more personal goals um so i would say so i would say that in in college and, uh, and there were plenty of other experiences in college and then uh I guess more recently, a couple years ago with, with that tournament and that whole process. Uh, I think winning takes a lot of luck. I think it takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of discipline. Um, but to enjoy the journey of winning is, is really the, re- the reward at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think losing, because you're playing golf, you're going you're gonna to lose so many more times than you're going to win. I think losing you have to you have to look at it um, in a light of how how can I learn from it moving forward, and I think that I do a much much better job of that now than I ever have in the past. I mean, even our staff tournaments, like 
I, I'm so competitive, and and I know you guys can speak to that too with with just the well. The I mean, we've won. Both. We're too, undefeated. So. So well, I mean, yeah. we don't know. We're gonna have to have this podcast again losing. next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. You might have to explain to us what it you know feels like to lose. Yeah, I'm unaware. I don't, I'm unaware of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve's in the back office, and we have we have plans for this next year, don't we, Steve? Oh, that's right. Well, that's right. He's we fist bumping in the corner. Um, oh, where was I going with this? Uh, I just mean, do you think with like, do you wish if you could go back and give yourself advice, would you have handled the time you won differently? Like, having seen this perspective of like, well, actually that feeling you have that you're the best golfer in the school, like that's yeah, going to go away like quickly. So yeah, maybe if, you don't, if you're not so high on that, then it, you know, for if sure. you see, can see how easily like that great feeling of winning can go, like it wasn't actually that valuable anyway. It was fa- like completely fake, right? If it's able to go away so fast. Totally, totally. It's made up. Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely serve myself a couple slices of humble pie. That's for sure. And, and I would I would remind my, my advice to myself would be a reminder to to stay hungry and not get comfortable that that's what I would do and I, and I think I've done a good job in the past of of always learning when I do fail or when I do lose but also reminding myself in those situations saying hey stay hungry like you're close mm-hmm. you're close keep doing what you're doing stay you know don't don't let up on the gas pedal here so just little reminders to keep do, you know keep faith in what what you're doing. Mm. All right, it's uh, enough about me. I want to no, hear about you great. guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, I what I think is like potentially cool about or like the reason that you could see like I'm going to the way I'm going to practice quote practice losing in life is to like play golf. Okay, let's say that's our reason for playing is that it show it, it shows you how you handle i don't like failure yeah right mm-hmm. and so like it not just i mean it shows you how you handle failure in golf but then it also like would potentially give a window into how you would react to other you know other situations in life right you definitely know? yeah and but but it's like golf is something that you can kind of like repeat over and over so it's like a way to actually you know actually practice it you know, like if you mess up at your job and you get fired, like that's like once every five, you know, five or 10 years that you would have that learning experience, but it mm-hmm. like wouldn't come as fast. But yeah, you could, you could essentially get that experience every weekend. Yeah, exactly. Playing, yeah. playing this game. Yeah. And every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or every day. <laughs> and so, but I think that's like a, a cool thing that, that like we sh- we need to, um, I don't know, be happy, like. I don't know about be happy with, but I maybe be happy, like be happy that that's part of like what we're doing as opposed to like everyone's default setting is to like it. Anytime you fail, it's like just, a, it's just the worst. Oh yeah. yeah you know, yeah, like I mean, what you should like happy is a good word, but, but optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like how many times, like how many times you ask someone or maybe yourself, like, like, it's like, what'd you do this weekend? It's like, Oh, I played golf. Uh, how'd it go? 83 and like that's yeah. the you know what i mean or, or 95 or whatever it's just like describing like an experience you had just by the school like oh well 88 yeah you know it was terrible um 
they talk about the failures first. Yeah. Right. Or even a win. Uh, how like how, someone just asking like how to go. Oh, set, shot seventy. Like that. You know, like it's always like a number. Yeah. It's like win yeah, or lose, yeah. like like success or failure. Um, because like Pete, you mentioned like failure as in losing a match or like even one bad shot. Like you can imagine someone who gets extremely upset over a bad shot. Oh yeah. When they get stuck in traffic the next day, like, do you think they're going to, that person's going to handle that very well? You know what I mean? Or like when there's a long line at the Starbucks drive through, like, are they going to handle those like yeah. minor? They most likely don't handle little fa- failures very well. Yeah, exactly. If they don't handle one bad golf shot very well, they probably don't handle a long line at the mm-hmm. grocery store or whatever very well either. Yeah, so and I think I, I'm not innocent of that either. We've I've talked on this very podcast about getting frustrated with red lights, um, yeah. <laughs> feeling like I get every red light, and I'm also not in, uh, innocent of hitting bad shots and getting mad at them. But I think um, I've I've learned to develop a better perspective, overall perspective, and and I think that for a lot of people comes with growing up a little bit and mm. getting older. Do you think golf like? Has golf helped you with this? Or do you think potentially, if not, like, do you think golf could potentially, like, help? Oh, I definitely think it could help. Yeah. If you... Help me with... You're saying with other things in life? Other yeah. failures? Yeah. I do. It's helped for me, but I don't... I might be... I'm wondering if I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> no. No, no. I don't think, I think with how much we play golf and how much we're around the game, we do get to experience failure in the game, whether it's our failures or our students' failures or whatever, basically every day. And seeing how we react and how other people react to it can help you kind of have a better, um, you know, better point of view the next time it comes around in your life outside of golf. If it's, uh, I don't know, we're not in school anymore, but for a high school student failing a test or getting to turn in a homework homework assignment or for us uh getting a ticket a a speeding ticket or a parking ticket or whatever like how you handle that immediately after can be good or bad based on your experience in golf and i think for me personally i've learned to handle little things little little inconveniences better or little failures better i think i think uh going on going off that pete is uh patience i think Mm -hmm. all of us here are are relatively we could get complimented on our patience. I know that a lot of people say, hey, you're a really patient person. Like, why is that? Well, I'm like, well, I think it's because I'm a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And a golf coach, and too. A, and, a, and a golf coach. I think most teachers are mm-hmm. pretty patient people because they understand the process and the journey and the, the time on task that it takes to complete something, mm-hmm. you know, whether um, that's a school teacher. I mean, you're spending a, maybe a whole semester on some curriculum, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the first day, right, you can't expect your students to soak in the entire textbook. And same, th- same thing here. When we identify things in a golf swing that, that could be changed to, to help a student achieve something better, it's not going to happen in the first hour lesson. You can make progress or a plan towards it, but it's going to take time. And so uh, I think uh, in that regard, we have a, an advantage in our career and our job of being patient for when we do get to, um, you know, maybe the, the grocery line and it's a little long, no factor. Mm-hmm. And I can be patient through this. Oh, this, oh, I'm not going, that's okay. Let me, let me take a deep breath here. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, because those. I don't know the. It's just like we. I'm just trying to wrap my head around the idea that let's take inconveniences or losing or failure or you know in the end ultimately like death is like it's all a part of like the fabric of the universe. I know I just went from golf to fabric of the. We're oh, gonna get back to that parallel universe. <laughs> yeah. No, no, oh, not man. a parallel universe. My brain hurt. In our, <laughs> we're still in our universe, um, but like you can just think about how maybe it's maybe it's our culture, maybe it's other cultures, um, how failure or loss or even the way like people handle like those around them dying, like they're half of our country. If someone dies, they say. Oh, they're actually this is actually good news because they're they're up in heaven, you know, playing golf. That's what I heard recently at a funeral. Um, so we don't need to get into what we believe about the afterlife, but you know what I mean. Of like, that's a different, interesting way to handle mm-hmm. um, to handle loss or um, losing. Um, but if we see that it's like actually part of it, I mean, look at the seat, you know, just like the seasons of like there's this pattern of like life and growth and then there's a pattern of like death that just happens with literally everything and if we oh, can yeah. see that it's a part of the world then that you you could approach it differently as opposed to thinking it's like this this mistake that shouldn't be here right mm-hmm. you know right oh yeah no that's right that's a good way of describing it there because think of like how many you can approach like let's imagine approaching a bad round of golf as if you can approach it one way of like, oh my God, like what happened? Let's take steps to make sure that never happens again. You know, it's treated like a, you know, like the way we treated COVID of like, it's here, it's here, but we need to do all these task forces and it won't happen again. And let's make all these steps. But, or could you see it a different way of um, like, yeah, not ideal that you didn't do your best, but like, that's fine. Like that was bound to happen. Let's, mm-hmm. what can, you know, what can we do now? Right. You know, how those are like, you're still like doing the same thing, but kind of in a different way. And I feel like one way is better than, than the other. Yeah. The, the other way is a very emotional. Yeah. And intense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the other way is it's, it's more detached where you're yeah. still seeing, you're still seeing uh, what's going on, but from a, from a, a better perspective. Don't you think there's a third way to respond to that? Or I guess many other ways, but in just sulking and feeling bad for yourself and oh, yeah. not being able to move on. At least those two examples you're attempting to move on, you know, in the first one you're like, okay, how do we avoid this happening again? Let's take steps for the next, for the future basically. And then in the second one you mentioned you're, Hey, it's part of the game or it's part of life. But I think there's a third and fourth and fifth and so on sure. of like, well, this sucks. Yeah. And you just kind of sulk in your. Yeah, and you can let it. You know, we know people that yeah. have play a bad round or a bad tournament or a bad hole, and they're just like down for the count. They oh, completely yeah. their mm-hmm. their attitude changed, their voice changed, their personality yeah. almost changed. So. Yeah, and so does that. They're down for the count. Be, do you th- do you agree that they're down for the count because they see losing as something that shouldn't be a part of it? Yeah, part part yeah partially Is that yes. A fair conclusion or. Maybe there's other things to it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot that goes into it, but part of it is, yeah, they think that, hey, I'm this level golfer or this yeah. level whatever, and I expect more out of myself. Hmm. Um, and they don't expect to lose, even though 
as we've said many times already in this podcast, that there, it's going to happen a lot. It's just part of it, especially with a sport like golf. You're going to lose every round in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, this might be cliche, but the bad parts of golf or the bad shots, the bad holes, the bad rounds, the bad whatever, make the be- the better ones even better or make the good ones even better. Um, if you hit every shot pure, that golf wouldn't be very fun, wouldn't I don't think. Fun. You wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if, so if, if you can... succeeded in life and everything, life wouldn't be that fun. If you had a unlimited money and whatever, and we see that all the time play out. It's wouldn't so, be that fun. Yeah. Alan Watts, yeah. he says, um, if you could uh, like literally do whatever you want and it w- you're like purely happy, how many years would you do it before you press a button that says like yeah. something happens? Yeah. Um, Succession. All of those people have as much money as you could imagine. Uh, they don't seem very happy. Don't seem very happy. I won't give away the show, but well, go watch it. Gotta have purpose. <laughs> gotta have a mission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know <laughs> if we need to go further with this or <laughs> if we just started scratching the surface. Um, I don't know. It's a strange feeling because at any time, especially around like competitive people or competitive golfers, the thought of like being okay with losing, it's on the surface seems that you're just saying like it's okay. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm try. I don't know. I mean, I'll be the first to admit there was a long, a long part of my upbringing where I was a sore loser about everything. I mean, from, I don't know if it was my competitiveness or being from a big family, but losing in anything was the end of the world. So I can relate to, I think, to that side pretty easily in that I would get mad about every golf shot, every bad shot I hit or bad rounds, and the scores defined the day, basically. So I know that feeling. I think I am still have little bits and pieces yeah, of that so inside why? of me. Like, why is it the end of the world? That's what I'm trying to get. Like, why is it the end of the world for people? Because you put so much, like you said, Jansen, earlier, you put so much, you know, time and energy and thought and any other word you want to put in there into it into golf into being a good golfer Mm -hmm. or a great golfer and when it doesn't go good or doesn't go well it's it's frustrating you have this image of yourself as a good golfer and then the second a bad round happens that image like cracks right and that's hard it's like what what do you what are you to deal with Yeah. yeah okay got it yeah that makes sense i think going back two of of what you said andy that most most everything in today's world and 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 the life that we live is designed to give us convenience and comfort right and so even from a golf aspect if things aren't going your way on the golf course i think it's hard for especially young people to wrap their heads around of oh my god well i i i just bought these new clubs Mm -hmm. they're supposed to help me feel better or hit it better and i'm not like Oh my God! I'm I'm doing this new strategy thing that that uh, M360 is teaching me, and mm-hmm. and I'm still shooting the same score. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I'm I'm breathing, but it's not. It's helping me settle back. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm doing all these things that are supposed to help mm-hmm. me feel more comfortable and more confident, and whatnot. And I'm still not getting the results that I want. And so then you start reverting back to your old habits because in and and whatnot. And um, and so I think default uh, thinking or or reactions of how we're programmed today don't allow us to see winning and losing in the light that we're talking about right now. Well said. 
like it's Amazon's fault, you know. Amazon, <laughs> one day shipping. Ever, Order it. I wanted it fault. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guess what, man? You don't, you can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in I'm a little older than you guys, but when I was in when I was in college, Netflix, like we didn't, there was no smart TVs. Netflix was just you could order a DVD and they would mail it to your house, which maybe you guys had like growing up. I remember up. that growing up, yeah. yeah. But like one of the, the Office was like a show people like to watch, and and Lost. Those were two shows that were on in college. But these shows were on once a week, and they were on you know they're actually on TV, and so like you and not everyone even had a TV, so you'd like have to go to someone's house and you would watch Lost with like twenty people. And it was just the best. It was like so fun. And then yeah. the rest of the week, you're talking about the episode, but then you're also like with those people, and then you're excited at like what's going to happen yeah. the next watch, time. It's a watch party and every week. That's something so to look forward fun. to. And there's so yeah. much more. So there's like you're seeing the the show is part of the experience, um, but then there's so much more to it that brings value um, that brought value to like our lives. But I feel like if if it was now where it's just like we can watch every single episode of lost straight in a row like you would just watch it by yourself like over two days on the weekend yeah and because you think you want it because you like think like oh i feel like i feel like this is a good thing and i want it and so netflix is like okay you can have it and Mm -hmm. and it's actually like has made (laughs) things not even though it's what we want it's made things like not as good as like maybe they could have been yeah would you Um, would you say that like these streaming platforms like Netflix and and Hulu and things like that have made TV not as good. Um, or shows well, not- I don't know about not as good, like not as good quality because it's like they've made so many more shows possible. You know, like there's yeah, there's so much true. more. There's so yeah, much there's more you can explore because like sides. Netflix has their shows and HBO has their shows and Hulu has their yeah. shows. So like there's but so many like more the, shows. Like be- the viewing experience, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, like because I find yeah. myself like I can't even hardly get through a. 45 minute episode without like getting distracted from my phone yeah. and then I'm like oh I missed a part I didn't rewind yeah. though and yeah. the, it's like oh my god like we're so yeah so distracted well, yeah, the phones I, t- yeah. Well, yeah I was gonna say similar to your story in high school I, I watched uh, Breaking Bad as it came out yeah. week by week and I would watch it with my dad on came on Sunday nights I would work uh, at a local restaurant shout out Hackney's um, it's there last night actually anyway um, I would work my shift and then come home at like eight o'clock my dad would record it and we would like watch it together every sunday mm-hmm. and this show for those yeah, who have seen it know yeah. know how riveting it is and mm. e- especially the later seasons i mean it's just a constant crescendo and it's like when it ends you're like oh my gosh yeah what and, is gonna happen in every episode it has that little foreshadowing little too yeah. at the beginning where you're like yeah and then that starts to build and mm-hmm. it's like oh all these like little 20 second right. clips start to make sense right the end it's crazy and that that made the show for me even better i mean i watched it again uh with with kate um a few months ago watched it through on netflix over the course of you know four or five months but um it wasn't I and mean, i'd already seen it so i knew what happened but it wasn't as you know riveting um but it's a cool memory I have with my dad, just like something we did every week, Sunday night. This is how I'm going to end the night, go to school tomorrow. But like it was something to look forward to. You're talking. I'm texting him like, hey, what do you think is going to happen? Um, anyway, I'm getting off track. But it's it makes it better or it made it better for me, better yeah. experience. And whether it's, to, you know, maybe people come up with new ways to have, watch TV in a valuable way or whatever. Um, but I think the point is we have these desires for things and now companies are like giving them to us. 
and it may not be for the better, even though it's like what we want, yeah. you know, like I heard Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau was on Rick Shields podcast and they were talking about the new driver, the new Cobra driver that's coming out this year. And Bryson was saying, this one's good, but like next, the one next year is going to be way better. He's like, we're really close to me being able to hit it anywhere on the face and it's still going to go straight, which is like <laughs> such a silly thing that. I mean, I guess it's not silly because he's trying to win lots of money playing golf. But the approach to, like, this equipment just needs to be better so the game can be easier so I can swing 140 miles an hour and still hit it dead straight every time. It's like, yeah, you think you want that, but, like, actually that's not that's not better, you know? And so right. maybe this yeah. is getting to golf equipment debates of, like, the all the classic courses that, like, the pros can't play anymore because we just, like, hit it too far. It's like, oh, you think you want... You think you wanted this, but actually, like, maybe that wasn't, like, such a good idea. Because mm -hmm. it's all of this, like, avoiding inconvenience, avoiding making something hard, avoiding, like, losing. Um, but I think if, like, Bryson could, e maybe not easily, but in a different, a different person could be like, well, I'm just going to actually just learn how to hit my driver better. You know, it's okay that mm -hmm. it's hard right now. I don't need to, yeah. right. I don't need to be inventing a magic club that's going to solve my problems right. and, um, then, and then what happens when all the drivers are like that yeah, like exactly. for bryson then he's still at the same spot yeah he hits it far but like if everybody miss hits it on the heel or the toe and it still goes straight then it, you're there's no like i, I don't understand how yeah. how that's you better for him the top of the mountain where do you go now yeah like back down <laughs> yeah so and i did see speaking of bryson we don't need to go into him but i did see his uh his results pre bulk up and then post bulk up, and it's yeah. basically a sentence. Honestly, exactly, mm. exactly the same. Well, he won his, a major, right? But he has the same amount of wins. Yeah, he's got the same amount of you know top fives, top tens, and mm -hmm. um, and he's the same world golf ranking too. Yeah. But yeah, got that U.S. Open. Maybe for him, it's uh, he enjoys the 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 training of it more if like what he need, has to do with his body now and i guess from like sure. mental standpoint he's like doesn't find the equipment or the swinging or the the shot shaping is oh yeah fun or like, valuable mm -hmm. right so i you know that's yeah so i guess want to do it that's fine it just stinks that like that bleeds into you know who yeah. we're working with on a daily basis <laughs> yeah because right? we have people who do what like, bryson does it's like it's like really? that's good <laughs> You know, there's plenty of club fitters who are like, let's get the perfect, you know, the perfect exact fit for, you know, it's, this is what you need or else like, you know, yeah. you can't, you're not, you're not going to play golf with just any old clubs. For you, know, you need, well, yeah, it's going backwards a little bit. Um, but I like where we got with like the TV idea of we think we want it, but it's like not actually better. And I'm sure there's plenty of examples with, like cell phones of like, we think we want to be able to access our email whenever we want, but like, is that actually good? <laughs> you know, is it good that I randomly check my email when I know there's nothing important, but like <laughs> I could have been doing something else. Um, and so, so then this goes back to like golf. Then if we see it in this way, like golf could is still this area where you can't get what like you can't get whatever you want. You know, like TV, you can get you can get absolutely whatever you want, whenever you want. I guess like unless it's succession, but you know, because mm -hmm. that comes out once a week still. Um, but but like in golf, you still have to. You've got to hit the shots. You can't like 
it's not like it would almost be like if they made a new rule in golf that you could have unlimited free mulligans like would it be a fun <laughs> like you would have a better score but it probably wouldn't be like a more fun mm-hmm. experience um no because there's something about having to hit a shot and hitting the shot and yeah. succeeding at it and like what that feeling is like and you can't you don't do that every time nobody yeah. does yeah and so then to me it makes golf this like it's I think if you see it in this way, especially compared to TV or cell phones or whatever, like golf is this place that you actually can't, you can't get whatever you want. And that's what makes, that's what's so great about it. And so that is maybe to me as good of a reason as, as any to play. Cause you right. won't get what you want. You won't get what you want. Cause it's cause and like, gotta, and you gotta learn how to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. you need to do it. Cause like, de- uh, it's almost like debt, like dying. I don't know. No one likes to talk about dying, but like dying death is like, built is like it's reality right it's like something that's Mm -hmm. going to happen to everyone but again you know compared to but we do all these things to try to avoid it or forget about it or not think about it and so anything that can like make us like force us to lose a little bit is a good thing and it's like a wise thing to do to like spend your time doing things that you will like lose fail fail at yeah yeah because like you could we could all go, I don't know, work for someone else. We could not play golf on the weekends and watch Netflix or watch all the Star Wars movies or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, more, there's other things, and golf is one of them that you could be doing that kind of, like, force you to look at things differently if if you have that approach to it. Yeah. Wow. I, that's all I got. That's <laughs> so good. Actually, real quick, um, yeah. from a, I this can relate to just golf in, in yeah. general or whatnot. But um, there's a there's a style of training at mm-hmm. the gym that that we do, um, especially with people that are maybe trying like extremely hard to look aesthetically better and mm-hmm. like build a crazy amount of muscle. But also from a standpoint of just like. Um, training your muscle in a way to build more stability and just like retrain it mm-hmm. is, is training to, to failure. And so that means mm-hmm. you do as many reps as you can do with great form. And as soon as you can't do it with like perfect executed form or your muscles just completely give mm-hmm. out, like then you're done. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a while to kind of get there, but if you're doing it with weight, like it, it's probably anywhere from like, you know, 12 to 20 reps, but mm-hmm. if you're doing like body weight, it could be like up upwards to like 50 or something like that. Like, oh. and so like, it's not fun to do because you're literally going until you fail. Right. Yeah. And you're seeing how long you can kind of make it, but it hurts like yeah. a lot, yeah. but it makes you better. And so there's that, that yeah. weird line of, okay, well, I know I probably got, I got like two or three more, but I could just quit now because this sucks, but mm-hmm. I should probably, you know, uh, fail. Yeah. And it's like, well, who want, who would want to put themselves through that? But mm-hmm. you put yourself through it because you know it makes you better. And so... Yeah, and I think training, you know, that's a good example too, because you could imagine there's people who, like, I just want to look better and so you could take, I'm sure steroids or plenty of unnatural substances that would, sure you know, that would do the job. Yeah, part of, you know would quicken it up for you, and that's kind yeah, of like you go get surgery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally go get surgery. Yeah, exactly. And so that would not be you know it's not the same the same way. Could be more convenient to you. I'm going yeah. about it, um, but I you know just think about having 
students, and this could be students you train at the gym or in golf, where like when like when they're struggling at something, are it's it's like I, even I do this is like it's like oh no like you're like rushed to like fix it like right away, and it's not that you don't want to fix things. Not that I'm saying like we shouldn't fix things, but like could we like up have a mindset of like the struggle and the the bad shots and the time where you're actually can't do it is like that's actually a good thing like yeah do you know what i mean like is that a helpful like different mindset to have as opposed to like oh you know what i gotta get in there yeah yeah get rid of this no i think it's wonderful i think it's wonderful i think it's just really hard for people to wrap their heads around yeah given the world we live in Mm -hmm. yeah all right. Well, we will end there. Clean contact. I hit it again. Next time. Because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Come back. Well, here it comes. Come back.